Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. You remember how those stories about drinking sometimes say it's a good thing in moderation and how they're frequently... Well, countermanded by other studies that show it's bad. Here's another one to tag at the end of that line. Scientists have known for a long time that heavy drinking actually causes your brain to shrink, but a new study published in the journal Scientific Reports suggests that even moderate alcohol consumption can be associated with a slightly decreased brain volume. So now, we all have an excuse. <laughs> Can't remember what day of the week it is? I had a beer last night. <laughs> What happens, Cliff, if you were born with a slightly decreased brain? <laughs> you I'm don't asking have much for a friend. I'm asking <laughs> oh, for a friend. Okay. <laughs> Cliff, I read this morning on my um, computer screen. I got an email. Yeah. And it was a story wanting me to interview somebody, and I'm not going to do that, but the basic premise of the whole thing was yeah. about half of parents are worried that their children's education will always be behind because of this pandemic. Now, look. I went through a blizzard when I was in school and was out of school for over two weeks. Yeah. And oh, look, yeah. And look how I turned out. Okay? <laughs> no. Huh? Look maybe, how I maybe, turned out. It'll be maybe, fine. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I, I wouldn't use that as the best example. <laughs> because, you know, you didn't really turn out all that well. <laughs> hey, straight A student here. Right, right, right. Yeah. And... No one can prove that because all of your records were destroyed in a fire. Well, no one can prove it's not true either. Is that not true? Huh? true. <laughs> you know, Cliff, I never thought of this until just now. What's that? Our wonderful 11 listeners yeah. are getting to listen to the valedictorian <laughs> of my high school graduating class. Right. You were not the valedictorian. Well, I'm saying that I am. I mean, you can say that you are, but again, all of your grade records have been destroyed in a fire. See, I oh. survived a fire, too. Look how I turned out, Cliff. Look how I turned out. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I see how you turned out. <laughs> we, there's a phrase for having to leave a place after realizing you've made a big mistake, and that is called, or it's called, the walk of shame. And if this woman found at the mall in Clarksville, Tennessee, had been allowed to complete hers, it would have been one for the record books. An employee of the Dillard's there flagged down a sheriff's deputy a few days back, indicating there was a woman in the customer service area of that store who appeared to be intoxicated and could not stand. Law enforcement found 25-year-old Morgan Bacos on the floor, but she insisted she had only taken medication she'd been prescribed for and was otherwise fine. She also told officers that she didn't have a car, but had no recollection or idea how she got to the mall, but said she'd be more than happy to leave if she was causing trouble. It was when deputies helped her to her feet that they got the thumbs up from the boarding roadshow department of just in time for breakfast because the woman appeared to have pooped her pants. She insisted, though, everything was fine and she'd be happy to just leave and go home so she wasn't a bother. And then deputies asked her, where, asked her where home was, and Bacos replied, Indian Mound, Tennessee. And it was quickly calculated that the poopy pants walk of shame would have been 26 miles. 
she was declared to be a danger to herself and arrested on charges of public intoxication. <laughs> that would be a shameful sit, too, Cliff, <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, not just the walk of shame. <laughs> no. Well, thanks for that, Cliff. We know what number two is now today. On that, our we know that said. poopy pants walk of shame. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, Cliff, because I'm valedictorian of my high school graduating <laughs> class, I decided but you can't, to do... you can't prove that. You can't prove you I'm not. <laughs> and uh, I, because of that, Cliff, I decided yesterday to do some extra work here at Country 98.1 after 10 oh, o'clock. Did, huh? Yes. I um been receiving a bunch of text messages from our wonderful texting friends asking about the Opry. Yeah. Are they ever going to open that thing back up again? Yeah, and that's so, a good question. Uh, so I got a hold of Audrey, our contact down there. She is the Opry lady, yep. yesterday, and I uh, talked with her, and Audrey says, mm-hmm. of course, they don't know everything's subject to change, so don't hold anybody to this, but she yeah. says, mm-hmm. fingers and toes crossed, they're hoping to get everything opened back up October the weekend that they celebrate the birthday of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, okay. That would be cool. That would yeah. be very cool. So, um, you know, that's all subject to change, but right now it looks like about another month and a week, and they okay. should be going, okay? I'm, I'm assuming at that point we'll return to giving away tickets to the Opry. Well, of course we will, and a whole <laughs> bunch of them. A whole bunch of them. Awesome. Because really it made no sense to give them away otherwise. No. Well, Cliff, on our Facebook page, I don't know if you've had any time to look at that. We posted on there the worst attraction you've ever went to in your lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. And we've had some great comments on there. I remember when I was a kid, we didn't go hardly anywhere. But one time we went on a vacation, and my dad thought, let's stop in and see Rock City. You used to see that on all the barns around throughout the tri-state. See Rock City. Yep. And, you know, long before we had GPS and we tried to navigate with maps, and my dad was like me, absolutely horrible at it, (laughs) we got horribly lost on the way. He got mad. Bad words were said. We turned around and went home. So I've never seen Rock City, Cliff. That's as close (laughs) as I've got. was just a lot of foul language in there. Well, you know, I remember being about probably six and making that similar drive, except we went to ruby falls i believe we stopped there on our way to florida when i was like six years old and um there was really once you got to ruby falls and i think you have to go underground and it's like it's like someone left a faucet on <laughs> we had a comment about that this morning Cliff. <laughs> That's what I thought. yes it said the light show and the music yeah. went crazy and there was like a trickle of water coming out like someone left see. a faucet on. yes now i gotta say most people think of going to this place as like the best place on earth as far as, you know, to go on vacation, especially if you had kids. But Rainey chimed in and talked about going to what well, was her daughter that went to Disney World. Yes, that was that was absolutely like you never really think about that. But from the eyes of a four year old standing in lines waiting to do things at Disney World, the only thing that she can do while she's standing there waiting to get on whatever ride it is is basically to smell sweaty people's butt crack <laughs> and that's not a good time i don't care how no, old you are not, Cliff. No. yes <laughs> i never thought of oh, that my. either but yeah you know um we went to just a couple of years ago and, and maybe it was the day that we went 
Have you ever been to that Klingman's Dome in Smoky Mountains National Park? Yes, I have. <laughs> okay, so that's like it's like the uh, the highest peak in the park, and it's like the third highest peak in east of the Mississippi, almost seven thousand feet. And well, they could have moved the parking lot closer to the dome. I'm just saying, <laughs> because once you park there, you got to hike uphill like an hour. <laughs> Tell me about and, it. And then you you climb up this winding thing. And, and I'm sure it was just the, you know, the day that we went, because on a day that the weather was better, it would have been more spectacular. But it was foggy and raining that day. And once you got up to the top, you couldn't see a damn thing. <laughs> so foggy, you couldn't see in front of your face. Perfect vacation right there. I was sitting here thinking, Cliff, while Ashley McBride was singing that yeah. if the year 2020 was a China shop... Yeah. There would be a sign in the window that says, Bulls welcome. Come on in. <laughs> Cliff, I'm not a big fan of the uh, Batman movies. As a matter of fact, I'm such a little fan of it. I've never seen one second of any of the Batman movies that have been out. Okay. Now, when I was a kid, I loved the Batman TV show. You know, yeah. Adam West is like, you know, <laughs> he, he's my hero. He, he was Batman. He was right. Batman. Yes, yep. he was. Mm -hmm. And then he started making some really strange movies late in his oh career. And yeah, <laughs> seeing your hero doing those movies makes you go, ooh, boy. But anyway, Cliff, uh -huh. the, uh, I read this morning that the new Batman logo has been unveiled. And we're going to see it on hats and shirts and backpacks being worn by, well, incredibly undateable men. That's pretty well where we're going to see all of that going to be. We'd perhaps the most iconic of all advertising slogans has now fallen victim to the coronavirus. Kentucky Fried Chicken officials say the slogan has been around for 64 years. But considering the current worldwide pandemic, perhaps it'd be better if people didn't hear this because they might actually do it. Although they promise that their chicken will remain finger licking good. So until the pandemic ends, KFC promises they won't be telling you to lick your fingers because in this age of realism, people might actually think since they didn't tell you that finger licking should be limited to your own, you might actually try to lick someone else's fingers, which is something that could cause some coronavirus issues. I mean, you really don't know where those fingers have been now, do you? <laughs> This sounds more like a publicity stunt than anything else, Cliff. I, I would I would agree with that. A yeah. um, blatant attempt to get publicity for it, and um, yeah, because I've never noticed anybody at the KFC anywhere, Cliff. Yeah, reaching over to another table and to lick someone else's finger. No, no, I I don't think I've ever been in a KFC where I've seen people even licking their own fingers. Have you seen that, Cliff? <laughs> There's a lot of napkin usage. Going There's on. a lot of napkins in there. A lot of that going on. Cliff, do you think that it's possible that maybe one or two of our wonderful listeners this morning has heard me reluctantly mention being the valedictorian of my high school class, <laughs> and they believe that possibly they're smarter than a DJ this morning? <laughs> do you think that's possible, or do you think everybody's like pretty well, you know, well, he's they, pretty smart? Yeah, he's pretty smart because, you know, he says he was the valedictorian even though there was no proof. Do you think maybe there's someone out there, Cliff? I th I think pretty well um, that wants to prove it. There, the pretty well someone would be up for an easy challenge. Let's just say that. Well, let's not say it's going to be easy. <laughs> but smarter if, than a DJ. Smarter than a DJ. We're going to play okay. that game today. Who thinks they're smarter than a DJ? <laughs> well, I think perhaps everyone is scared that they're not smarter than a DJ. 
Because we know how smart they are. Oh, that got them riled up, Cliff. I think we got somebody now. All right, all right, all right. Let's go with right. number four. You want to go with that one? Sure, dude. Let's do number four. Ah, here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? This Dakota, Dylan, Mount Carmel. All right, okay. Dakota, Dylan from Mount Carmel. You think you're smarter than a DJ? Yes, sir. Were you, well, you don't have to laugh when you say it, Dakota. <laughs> Were you the valedictorian in your class? No. Were you close? Yeah. Was you really? Yeah. And what was your uh, specialty in school? What was your uh, special subject that you loved the most? Auto mechanics. Auto mechanics. Is that what you do now, Dakota? No. Okay. That was a smart move then. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go here. I don't want you to concentrate hard and see if you're smarter than a DJ. Back okay. okay. All right. Dakota, I need you to spell the word ghost. D-H-O-S-T. Very good. Now, Dakota, spell most. M-O-S-T. Can you spell roast? R-O-A-S-T. What do you put in a toaster? Toast. T-O-A-S-T. No. You put bread in a toaster. <laughs> then it becomes toast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It comes out as toast. Yes, but you don't put toast in the toaster, right, Dakota? Right. All right. So are you smarter than a DJ? Uh. No. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, Dakota. You have a great day, okay? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you. I'd rather walk 26 miles with poopy pants than to take that walk of shame. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, once in a while, Cliff, the truth comes mm -hmm. out, and it's a little bit painful. And, oh, it is. <laughs> yes, and, um, well, who better to set the record straight than our... Uh, our friend from Ireland, Indiana, this morning, Cliff. Oh, oh, Phil McCracken. Yes, um, I hope this works out. Top of the morning to you, Phil McCracken. It's not that impressive to find out you're a valedictorian of your class when we know that you were homeschooled. Okay, I was not homeschooled. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, but not a whole you, lot. Yeah, when you were expelled. Yes, but... <laughs> I, that's when you were homeschooling. I don't know if they call that really homeschooling, Cliff. I just don't think they do. <laughs> hey, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Are you brushing your teeth there or what? <laughs> Has no, it there's... been that long? <laughs> you remember that work we were having done on the floor? Yeah. It's day three. <laughs> This is going to sound like I uh, actually wrote this and made it all up, but it's all true. Okay. People only want you to meet expectations and not to exceed them ever. What do you think okay. of that? Well. <laughs> if you want to get noticed at work yeah. by yeah. your bosses, yeah. exceeding expectations is not the way to get there. Just do what you say you're going to do. Promise to okay. get it done. Once you do it, perfect. Don't stay after work, day after day after day, because nobody's going to notice. I mean, <laughs> just do what you're supposed to do. You know, there there are societies on this planet that those long hours and hard work to the point of exhaustion, medically exhaustion, is uh, is the norm. Are that's, you saying that we all that's unnecessary? That's what they're saying in the new survey, Cliff. Yeah. Nobody even okay. pays attention to that. Okay. And all of that you can take straight to the bank. Oh, hmm. we could we could eliminate the work word in that, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, Cliff, I didn't have time to get to it, but we got a phone call from our good friend Phil McCracken in Ireland, Indiana. Right. And he said our new motto after the Take It to the Bank should be keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for average. And I like that. I like that. You know, I, I kind of like that too. And it goes with what you quoted on Take It to the Bank, which I believe to have come from like a psychology today kind of a study. Yes. Um, people remember you if you, you know, just do what you're expected to do and no more. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the average. Yes. Which could actually be our motto, except for one thing. What's that? It was written by a dude in a skirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we ain't going there. <laughs> no, we're not. No, you're right, Cliff. You're right, Cliff. Yeah. Anything said. Phrases of the day start with number three. Smelling sweaty people's butt cracks, which is apparently a pastime if, at Disney World if you're small. Number two, poopy pants walk of shame, which, by the way, comes in at number four on the just-in-time-for-breakfast rating system. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I was the valedictorian of my high school class. Yes. Unproven fact. Fake news. It was fake news. <laughs> If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.